0: Welcome back to Gestures of Ravenloft, where a group of comedians tried to escape the horrors of the mists. After speculating that the were-monsters were likely good people, New Rogue convinced them that the troop were not in fact their doppelgangers and they all backed down. He and Tyler helped everyone heal, the doctor deputy got upset about not getting a were-monster body, and Shadow Nemesis suddenly realized that his new mist-given bracelet was forcing him to tell the truth. New Rogue immediately began interrogating Shadow Nemesis, who promptly ran away, and not wanting to reveal his sinister plans, relinquished control back to Adam. Dell has set off after Shadow Nemesis to talk him down, but will she encounter her old friend? I doubt it.
1: <laughs> Before we continue in this immediate moment, Adam, the player, I have to ask, when Shadow Nemesis is in control of your body, where are you
2: uh where am i oh you know where i am when i was in high school some friends of mine convinced me to uh break into an abandoned uh mental hospital this is true oh, uh called called whitby psych and uh it's so, some like some of the rooms there man like just like <laughs> some of the some of the scariest things that you've ever seen. There's like secret underground passages, and just like we just explored the whole place, and it was just nightmare fuel. So I think I'm in one of the rooms. Oh, I'm God. in the room. I'm in the room that I remember having a lot of newspaper clippings on the wall. <laughs> that's maybe like uh, I don't. I, I forget what they were, but this whoever was living there was just totally obsessed with something, and um, I'm there, but I'm kind of kept in uh, like almost like I'm on like constant edibles <laughs> kind of thing. So I'm just like, Ooh. like, I'm just kind of like <laughs> happy. And sometimes I start to come back. Maybe these newspaper clippings are me trying to like figure out like what's happening in the outside world, like what shadow nemesis is doing, but it's like in a dream, sometimes you don't get all the information. And then if I start to reach for the doorknob, it's like, more edibles kick in. I'm like, hey. And then I kind of go back to bed. Can you roll me a wisdom saving throw? I want to see
1: how much you could resist this internal pacification, I will say.
2: Uh, Wisdom saving?
1: Uh, Yes. Six. (laughs) You are not good at resisting what is happening inside this room. So you have been in this space. You have been in... Black and white striped pajamas, but they're just so comfortable. And you've been sitting (laughs) on a horrifying, bolted to the wall, rusted steel cot, but it's just so solid. Like, it's so nice. And on the walls around you, you're seeing all these paper clippings that you've mentioned just cut out, and they're constantly changing. And as you look up, they seem to be confusing And blended and constantly changing to the point where, like, if you sit and look at one for too long, you're not sure what it means. But, like, these pajamas are so nice. (laughs) And most of these stories seem made up or jumbled or strange. They seem to have this fantasy theme. There's a lot of stories about revenge. You've seen the name Hazel Nutter. And for those of us who are in the audience, we know when you are looking at these things, you are seeing real world events on these newspaper clippings in Ravenloft as though they are happening to you. And they are blended with memories from your regular life beforehand. And every time you start to piece it together, the door to your room opens and the orderly comes in and you love the orderly. They're so nice. And even (laughs) though their face is just black sludge (laughs) pouring down and the name tag on their uniform just says Steve and they haul your mouth open and just shovel an entire red solo cup worth of drugs into your mouth until you (laughs) swallow. And then you just (laughs) start over again. You just start over again, which is why shadow master wasn't lying. When shadow master said he was your friend, Steve, he is, you've known Steve for so long, just inside your head, your friend, Steve, just pouring drugs into your mouth. And for you in the same way, we don't know how long dreams take where you can sleep for an extra 15 minutes in the morning if your alarm went off, (laughs) but you can dream an entire year in a weird spy conspiracy. Mm -hmm. That's been you in this space. You have been inside this room in this blur of who you are and who you were for a limitless amount of time. It could have been centuries for all that you know. And there were brief moments of near lucidity, brief moments where just blaring music came into the room, preventing you from remembering anything. Just these horrifying moments, which you, the player, and we will remember as the moments where Shadow Master and Shadow Nemesis didn't want Adam to take control, so they just (laughs) sang at the top of their lungs so he couldn't remember anything. But for you in your cell... That was just sound torture before it went back to the nice, easy like that. Those were the times you were craving the red solo cup. Come on, Steve. Give you the good drugs. <laughs> oh, man. And instead of the door being open to just let you out, you have this moment of watching this dark helmed, horrifying, evil figure burst through into your cell, grab you and throw you at the door and you stumble into the barren hills. Oh geez. You, Adam, are now standing in clumsy RoboCop armor, standing in all these shale, these broken rocks, these stones. To either direction, you're just seeing hills rise. You aren't seeing over or past them. You're just seeing them rise. And then you had your confrontation with your discussion with Shadow Master, and you are now being pursued by a robot. <laughs> oh, my Del. God! <laughs> Dell, can you roll me initiative and tie our new rogue you were kind of leading the group can you roll me initiative
3: yes i shall
1: i want to know Uh, which thing we're going to cut to first
3: okay this is for initiative
1: yep this is just we're going to see if we're doing your scene going to camp or dell scene chasing down shadow nemesis then it's a
3: 15.
4: mine is a 17.
1: all right dell yeah. You and forskin have been tasked with chasing down Shadow Nemesis, who's already disappeared over the first hill, along with the jaunty, heavily damaged Doctor Deputy. The others are turning, and they are leaving. You are left with Rumpel Foreskin and the carriage. What do you do?
4: Yeah. Um, I'm walking up to forskin Hey, Rumpel Foreskin, Um, we, I'm. Did you see which way Shadowmaster went? Because we gotta run after him
5: yeah i think he went over that hill uh okay. i mean we i i'm so sorry about the carriage that was so embarrassing like i I try to do a good hmm. job and, and like no i feel like i've been like trying to stand up for myself and saying that i should be like an even member of the team and then i just like
4: whoo fucked that
5: one up really bad
4: <laughs> rumple foreskin you are officially the most even member of the team because we fuck shit up all the time so just know uh-huh. that means you're just a full person you don't gotta be perfect all the time everybody makes mistakes it's totally fine
5: a full person.
4: Yeah. A
5: f- full person. It's going to take me a while to wrap my head around that idea, but I like it. Hell I like it a lot. yeah.
4: Yeah, you are.
5: But- okay, I'm thinking if, if we're going to chase him over a hill, yeah. let's leave the carriage here because it's better on the roads. Uh, You want to hop on? Let's fucking do this?
4: Yeah, yeah, let's just do it. That sounds good. All right.
1: So you quickly unstrap yourselves and take off. Yeah. And Rumpel Forske looks back at you and says,
5: okay, so we kind of done like chill rides. You, you, if you want to hang on, we could like really fucking go for oh.
4: it this time. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah go for it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm like gonna hunker down. I'll hold Amazing. on. Can as you, best you roll I can. me?
1: Can you roll me a sleight of hand with yes. advantage because oh. Rumple Foreskin is consciously helping you ride?
4: Oh, thank God for that advantage because it would have been real bad. It's a fifteen.
1: Fifteen. You are learning to ride a galloping horse, oh. which is not easy. I can say from human experience. No saddle. It is tough. Ooh, yeah. No saddle, but you—it is a barred horse, horse now. Like you're riding yeah. Rumpel Foreskin, who's wearing armor, so there is something to hang on to. And it does have a small pommel in the back of the armor, so you may okay. not have the full leather setup, but you do have something to hang on to. Right. And Rumpel Foreskin isn't your average horse. Okay. You're not dealing—that's why the advantage is there. You're not dealing with an animal that has been trained with the saddle and everything else. This is a friend trying to keep you on while they run. Closer mm-hmm. to an aggressive piggyback than a traditional. <laughs> <hole try>.
4: Yay!
1: <laughs> and you fly over the hill. I need to roll to see how fast we're doing. Adam, can you roll me in
2: athletics? Athletics. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh that is a uh, 13 total.
1: Great. You tear over the hill, Dell, with riding rumpel foreskin, <laughs> and you see Shadow Nemesis in the distance, just still sprinting. With Dr. <laughs> Deputy just behind him. Can you roll me a perception Dell?
4: Sure. It is a 14.
1: 14. You don't hear anything specific yet. You are just pursuing Shadow Nemesis. Uh hey. Adam, can you roll
2: me another athletics? All right. Uh, what did I say? Plus two. Okay. Oh, it's getting <laughs> I'm getting tired. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a seven total
1: <laughs> yep and with a dirty 20 Rumpel Foreskin closes the distance as you yeah. keep trying to run Adam but you were so tired that you were just slowing down and this robot carrying its rifle with its misfiring rockets <laughs> behind you just going you gotta slow down Matt Nate we're a team no and
3: oh god me, <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: that's when you we're... ride up next to them Dell. you've caught up <sighs>
4: Yeah, hey, shadow nemesis! No, no, save what? me. Save me. Sa- a robot save, after you. me. S- save you from Dr. Deputy? Yes. What? What? That's Dr. De- Deputy? What? Okay,
2: stop. What the hell's happening? Get me on the <laughs> okay, horse. Okay, you, stop. When I'm you on the stop. Horse. Everybody, stop.
1: Everybody stops. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Uh, okay. What?
4: I, Dr. Deputy? I'm yep. sorry you had to run away from everybody. We were splitting up for a bit, but I'm going to stay with you, so we, we can we can talk about what's going on. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, okay, we're, 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 we're wait a sec, okay, hold on, first okay. of all, Dr. Deputy is dead, so that's not Dr. Deputy, and no, second- No, I'm Dr. Deputy. Deputy, I'm Dr. Deputy inside a robot. Yeah. Inside a doll. What? <laughs> so, wait, they, so like he's in the, they made like a robot, who's,
3: how did he get in a robot?
4: Where's you, everybody else? Did you also slip and hit your head? Are you, are you okay, Do, are you hurt?
2: Uh, He didn't hit his head, he's just being weird. No, no, I, 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 mean, I was, we were, we were walking to face the judge and then I, I, I slid on some rocks and now, now you're here on Rumpel Foreskin and there's, a, and, and Dr. Deputy's you know, back alive and in a robot.
4: Oh, the judge. Okay, so you do, that's the last thing you remember
2: is us with the judge? Uh, well, well, yeah. And then, I mean, then things kind of okay, get a little what's, fuzzy. What's your
5: name? What's your, what's your name?
2: friend adam i I thought i thought you knew that i thought we were introduced to each other adam not
4: not shadow not shadow nemesis hmm
2: no no (laughs) your name's black knight black knight you got your name wrong what no no well i mean technically i guess i am because i have the the helmet
4: i'm gonna slide off of rumble foreskin and then go over and give adam a hug oh
2: well, thank
6: you. Wait, you don't,
2: for? you don't have the helmet. <sighs> Did you quit being the black knight? Uh, wait, yeah, what happened to the helmet? Uh, no, I mean, well, technically, I guess I still am. I mean, I mean, we still work together, right? You still want to do evil and kill everyone who's different than us? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Adele, can you explain what's happening to me, please? Why does um, the robot want to kill everybody?
4: Um, Uh, oh, we are going to have to have a long time. All right, should we... Walk and talk because we we can walk. Start walking back towards the carriage. We just we had to catch you because you were running.
2: Oh, Uh well, I was running from Doctor Deputy. Uh, yeah, can you were we...
4: you were running away from all of us, which has happened a few times.
2: I was. Yeah, I think it's because you can't lie anymore or something. I can't lie. Well, oh, why 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 can't I why can't I lie? It's <laughs> uh, I feel really dumb.
4: No, it's because uh, of the bracelet.
2: Look down at your wrist. Hmm? Oh, oh, sorry, uh Shadow Master uh, is talking to me. Oh, uh-huh. oh right. There's a I think I think somehow I got a bracelet on my on my wrist that says yeah. I can't lie anymore. Yeah, and good. I have a gun! Whoa! <laughs> 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 Look at this! It's huge! It's like the size of my forearm. Yeah. This could huge. like punch a
4: hole in a brick wall. Kinda did. A gargoyle. Ooh. A stone gargoyle.
2: <laughs> wow. Stone gargoyle? <gasps> oh, like the cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait, were they did what happened? Did we like did they come alive and we have like fun? All right, we're going to cut <laughs> away from this conversation <laughs> and just let
1: <laughs> Dell explain the nature of fantasy creatures. <laughs> Meanwhile, New Rogue and Tyler, you have been walking about five miles from your original space where you had left the carriage. You've been going across the hills. For you, Tyler, you have no idea where you are heading. New Rogue, you have an unerring ability to be able to tell north, south, east, and west. So though Tyler has no idea where this camp that you're heading towards is happening, you do know the direction of from which you came and where you are going. You can tell there's a little bit of a winding S- unpredictable pattern being drawn on the earth specifically to throw off someone who does not have your unerring sense of the you know cardinal directions and you finally crest over a hill and Marith says to you all right so this is the camp and you step over and look down and you see ramshackle tents you are seeing small sticks. You are seeing piles of stone. They are covered with clothing, and you are seeing a number of wares. You do see children running around within this this space. Human children, and you are seeing a lot of hybrid forms of wear creatures. were bears, wear rats, wear wolves. You're also seeing wear tigers. There are wear panthers. There are a bunch of Ooh. different wear creatures in these hybrid forms, along with a few animal forms. Can you both roll me perception?
7: Fifteen perception. Mm,
3: Sixteen.
7: Well, you're both
1: perceptive enough (laughs) to
7: realize that the majority
1: of the tents and other places are made up of stacked rocks and clothing. So your guess would be the reason you are seeing such a high percentage of hybrid forms and animals is those are the people who gave up their clothes so that there could be shelter for the children and for the elderly and for the other groups that are still semi-human and clothed traveling around. This looks very ramshackle. Wow!
3: Sarah McLaughlin's through the eyes of an angel. <laughs> uh, wait, so, so wait—they—they—they they g- they gave their clothes as tenting material. Looks like these it's folks don't have anything. to,
7: Yeah. Wow.
1: Nothing but the clothes yes, on their is, backs. Is
7: that about right? Wow. You're
1: correct. We were all forced off, and we lost a number of our people to the Hecklins and the Jacklins and Tyler Stream Labington. Tyler Stream Labington.
7: Or Streamlabbing Tyler. I can't keep track of his name. Uh, I mean, if that's his name, that's like, you know, I, it's I, not I've i only heard rumors. I've never met him. Yeah. Well, I met him met once. met him and for he... like a minute
1: as he threw yeah. us off and then he just kept announcing, I'm with wet change. I'm Streamlabbing Tyler. And he just... <laughs>
7: right. Okay. Yeah. He tried to... Yeah. That's apparently the plan is there's one for each of us and they're trying to really tarnish our names, So this whole hero thing is that much tougher. Um, God, I'm really sorry. Um, also ryan just as a point of order disguise self lasts for an hour and i would think walking five miles my time is probably run out yeah so you're unfortunately yourself at this point yeah i look like my ghoulish self and i say um now that we're here i got one more of these things locked in the chamber and it's only going to last for another hour what do you think as what i assume to be kind of a, a leaderish type for these folks kind of uh a gentler touch or do we just rip the band-aid off and say i look exactly like the guy who displaced you i think we just rip the band-aid i don't know
1: how fast you want to move on the rootless evergreen but we're not going to live long here this is just dirt and rocks okay w-
3: where do you need to go like once if well when <laughs> when we defeat stream tyler where is it exactly you will all settle let me show you where we came from.
1: And Merith, standing across this hill, takes up standing atop this hill, takes out a long spyglass in the style of a, a pirate or a shipman in the navy, uh, and she hands it over to you, Tyler, and extends it. It's gold wrapped. It's beautiful. And when you look at the lens on it, it's a shimmering green emerald-looking glass instead of the traditional clear glass you would have
7: expected. Oh, uh, where where do you want me to point this? She points into the distance, just straight ahead of you. Okay, I'll I'll bring it up to my eye.
1: And as you do so, you look through and instead of seeing nothing, originally you were just seeing a clear sky and absolutely nothing there. Mm -hmm. And now you realize that about 10 feet off the ground, with a couple of dangling roots below that are just inches off the, the hillscape below it, is a truly massive tree. Nearly 10 stories tall, with a tremendously large canopy extending over it and a root mass that is extending out into nearly a mile in all directions around this tree floating over the ground. You can see among these massive gnarled roots that form this floating floor structures, structures shaped out of roots, small homes, all built in moving towards the central body of the tree. You can see that this was where they were living. These are their homes and you can see a small army of menacing figures walking around the surface of this rootless evergreen in a much more true sense than you had imagined. And you realize how much of a problem this is going to be if you and three friends are supposed (laughs) to take it back. We cut back to Dell and Adam. Del, you've been walking back towards the carriage with Adam yep. and the Dr. Deputy, having caught Adam up on all the pop culture-related things that could explain your previous adventures. The question I have for you is, knowing Dr. Deputy is here, and Dr. Deputy is very concerned about Adam not being the Black Knight, but doesn't have a definitive answer, and knowing Adam is not familiar with anything the Black Knight has done, that becomes very apparent to you, how much are you telling him?
4: How much am I telling Adam, Adam or Dr. De- in terms of what's with...
1: happened. I mean, you, what do you want to contextualize for Dr. Deputy? Like, Adam can't lie, but Adam also doesn't know anything. I'm so right. what is your strategy of this conversation as you walk back oh. to the carriage?
4: Yeah, I think trying to just catch him up on the situation as current. We're not discussing things shadow nemesis did aside from like oh you 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 felt this monster and you did this and we're going towards this town and we're gonna help all of these people but in the meantime we're waiting until we hear word back from tyler because i feel like this should be a group thing (laughs) to talk through but i want to just talk to adam and i will try i i trying to keep the doctor deputy chill I'm trying to just keep this all chill. <laughs>
1: can you roll me possible. a persuasion? Okay. And Adam, can you roll me a wisdom <laughs>
4: save? Net twenty. Whoa. Oh, nice.
1: Uh ten. <laughs> <laughs> Del, you crush this because the okay. Dr. Deputy rolled an 8. You crush this. They both are just playing along with the conversation no. that you want to have. So you've got Adam <laughs> caught up. He sounds like he's been doing heroic things and Dr. Deputy, it's all going normal. What is the lie you told Dr. Deputy to make him cool with the fact that Adam's helmet is gone?
4: Did, um, the <laughs> I will tell him that Shadow nemesis is in Adam's heart and the helmet does not matter.
1: (laughs) And he believes that. That works. But you've arrived back at camp. You've made this conversation work through this walk. You are back at your carriage, your Mm -hmm. camp for the time being. And you realize you may have some significant time with both of them just sitting here. What do you do? Oh, boy. Adam, you're also all caught up on this information. So you can do whatever you want at this carriage.
2: Okay, so I kind of I kind of ask a question from a story that that uh, Dell just told me and I'm like, so I dug a hole and I put gargoyle bits in it.
4: Yeah, because you were worried that because the gargoyles come back every night that they'd come back again. So you thought putting the bits in the ground means they can't get their parts back together easy.
2: Oh, that's why we're both so tired and so grumpy. Oh, so it must have been like a pretty deep hole, right? Like, I don't know, like 10 feet or something like that. Is that what that makes sense?
4: I was sleeping. I didn't see how deep it got. You know, I'm sure it was great. I passed out
2: inside my robot.
4: See, yeah, you worked hard all night like a like a hero. Oh, well, I mean, (laughs) I'm sure I did it okay. Sure, nothing will go wrong. (laughs) I sure hope so. Uh. But I mean, if you're tired, you can just just take a little a little nap in the in the carriage. I I could I could tell you I could tell you a story if you want.
2: No, okay.
4: And I'm going to ask the ghosts for a story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this is sort of somehow irrelevant. Okay. So. I ask the ghost to tell, which I will tell to Adam as he's curling up to sleep, the tale of the Avenger.
2: Ooh, I like the Avengers.
4: Yeah, yeah. What does
2: it do
1: mechanically, Del?
4: Mechanically, any creature that hits the target takes force damage back. So it's like a a retaliation spell. So the target... Okay,
1: so anybody who hits Adam will take the same amount of force damage back as the damage done to Adam?
4: Yeah, but I didn't cast it on Adam. I'm just hearing the story. But that's what it will do if I do cast it. They're like separate.
1: If you do cast it, okay. Yeah. So if you, but if you tell it to him, that's telling him the story. He's I guess that's true.
4: Just, yeah, it's fine. He can have it. I just tell tell Adam the story of the ghosts about so the event. Werner
1: Herzog appears next to you and says, "All right, you want the story? I'll tell you a story." Yeah. There once was a man named Werner Herzog. And he was just a mayor brought to Ravenloft and he met these heroes and he tried to help them on their journey. They called themselves Wet Change. And then, you know, in a time where he was kidnapped, he was down in a dungeon and didn't know what to do. And then Adam held him in place in front of him as a human shield and then Werner Herzog died. And now Werner Herzog, deep as a legless ghost, most of the time with legs, sometimes he desperately wants his vengeance on this Adam. And he wants him to know what he has done. He can't just float around as some sort of innocent idiot, not knowing that he killed me. Bring me my vengeance, tell. Do it.
4: Can I not I don't tell hear this, this right? word I? for word? This is what I'm getting.
1: You now know the story you have been given. You could always tell the magic story or just tell a story you make
2: up.
4: Yeah. I'm hearing You, you started
2: this. to tell a story and then you stopped, telling. Is everything okay?
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just part I'm just trying to remember. Oh, it's okay. just been a while. Okay, I'll snuggle uh,
2: in more as you as you try to remember the story.
4: Great, great. Yeah, we'll just we'll just, um, we'll just curl up. Okay, all right. Well, once upon a time, there was a guy named Adam, and he was in uh, a sketch comedy group called Wet Change, and he was really funny and really charming.
1: And, and the murderer.
4: And... He, he killed me. You know, he just wanted <laughs> he people to like my him life. And, and to make true. people laugh. He wanted power. And so wanted that's to why to he joined the group, you know, like to do... Because he's do, a thief
1: and the murderer. To
4: make other people happy, right?
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, make them yeah. happy like Dharma did.
4: Um, <laughs> And... He went to a place that was really scary and and he probably became a psychopath. got really, really scared of that. And there was a lot of confusing things, but they killed Werner Herzog. He's gonna be okay because he has friends <laughs> tried
1: to turn Paul Rudd into a human stool who
4: are here to, to help him and make sure he gets a really good nap and has good sleep.
2: Are the Avengers yeah, showing forever. up? I thought this was about Avengers.
4: Uh, I don't remember how that one ended because I fell asleep oh. during the Avengers. So you they get the special betrayer. Adam story instead. Oh, okay. Well,
2: so you know what? I feel I feel I feel kind of rested. Um, yeah. If you need if you need me, just you know wake me up. But I think I feel feel pretty exhausted. Yeah, so yeah. I to put a number on it. I'd say close those keepers.
4: You know, get get some <laughs> all right. Tired time. Okay. I'll wake you up if we hear from anybody. Okay. okay.
2: Well, kill him while he sleeps. <laughs> thanks, Del. Thanks. that yeah. uh, was that was pretty it was pretty scary out there. So thanks for thanks for taking care of me.
4: You're welcome. Get get some rest. Okay. Damn <laughs> it.
2: And Verna Herzog <gasps> floats away and is
4: gone. I am so conflicted. It's fine. Everything's fine here right now. That's fine. I fixed things now. The end.
1: It's not fine. I can't get out of this robot. Oh. And we cut over to the camp. On the way down the hill towards this camp, Tyler, new rogue, you've both got an explanation for how life worked in this area from Mereth Glimplimer. Essentially, this society all lived on the rootless evergreen, among its roots, and their source of food were groundworms. Worms that the only thing based on the description you can picture are similar to the worms in the Beetlejuice Desert dimension. Black and Good white striped Lord. worms <laughs> with large toothed mouths that swim underground and feed on bugs in the area. They hide if anything is touching the earth anywhere near them. But the rootless evergreen, because it does not, means that all of these were creatures can live on the rootless evergreen. It captures rain within itself that they can drink and they can fish off of the edges of the rootless evergreen and catch these ground worms. And Marith reaches down and says, yeah, so they eat a lot of these bugs. I don't know if you noticed any of these. And she picks up what looks like a small rock. And you realize it's the rock equivalent of those tree bugs that perfectly look like a stick as they move. Uh, Only this bug is blending in with all of the rocks around it. She says, a lot of this are just bugs. There's no nutritional value for us. These worms come up skim along the surface chew through a whole bunch poop rocks and eat bugs
7: interesting uh poop rocks and eat bugs uh and so you haven't been able to i guess feed your people in this way for for some time then it's been a day and a half we have no food we have no water um huh what do you what do you need to uh to catch a groundworm yeah. We need to not be on the ground. So we yep. need the rootless evergreen. I've got that covered for, you know, just feeding you guys for tonight. I th- I want to try and catch one of these things. Um, How do you have it what, covered? A little bit of a little bit of magic? All right. So if you
1: can float, you'll have to get a couple of miles for camp. And then you got to keep an eye out we i can get you some of the the fishing rods that we use on the scale of things well, so i got
7: who are some of your best fishers they can come to all right well if we're looking to send fishers i'd the trick of it is is coming with me and i look like
1: him that is a fair point uh the number of fishers in our pool just became much smaller uh yeah they've got two uh, billy bob
7: thornton and <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. I'm like wait, hold on. Billy but Bo- like like Billy Bob Thornton? You know this person? Wait. Billy Bob Thornton. Oh. Okay, maybe it's just close. Thornton. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's
3: she she's a oh, cleric.
7: Okay, yeah. That changes it. Okay, yeah. Cool.
3: Yeah, Don't Billy know Bob Thornton.
7: Got it. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. No, wait. No, and then... There's
3: a there's a cleric here?
1: Yes, we we have it's a, it's a village. There's no village as far as I can tell anywhere in Ravenloft that doesn't have a cleric. I mean,
3: Protection Town didn't have a cleric.
1: Uh, Does Protection Town have anything?
3: Oh, burn on Protection Town. (laughs) That's, yeah. Damn, yeah. Stick that in your
7: tube system and smoke it. Jesus. (laughs) You two have an incredibly
1: dark and inappropriate sense of humor about a man who lost every single person he loved in his village while ours
3: is starving to death.
7: Yeah, sorry. Coping mechanism. We're, I feel like we're going crazy.
3: Um. I'm wondering, actually, um, would I be able to speak with the cleric? I, I would very much love to be, well, I know your struggles. I'd very much love to um, you know, hear from your wise and religious leader.
1: All right. I'll send Billy Bob and Midas here to meet you along with the
7: Poles. Is there, is there anything else you need magically for this to work? All I can give you is uh, a space off the ground um, that should be safe from Attackers and things like that. They'll need to do whatever it is they do to fish. Can you make it move? No space off the ground.
1: I cannot. All right, this will be high risk, but it's worth a try. I don't know if it'll work because usually we can sit on the edge of the evergreen. Yeah, I don't. They'll walk you through it. They're better at this than I am, anyways. All right, so okay, I'll go down. I'll send them up to you here, and then you're going to have to get a couple of miles from camp before you can set it up.
7: Okay.
3: Uh, Marith um, I'm just wondering since everybody's really hungry in this village um, Jack Magnum is Jack Magnum going to be okay? (laughs) or should I (laughs) take back?
1: (laughs) I assumed your goat was going to go with you rather than me bringing a small food source into the starving village oh thank you so much okay yes I mean I will ask you as a Mm -hmm. cleric if you Mm -hmm. can't find a ground worm and I have starving children
3: what are your priorities? Uh, come again? Uh, my priorities are peace, order. <laughs> uh, good question. I don't know. Um, Squishy I. Squishy
1: and Tater have already got down into the village, and no. she raises a hand and rests it on your shoulder, and just says, "I trust that it's someone who's bringing food and hope to the starving." And if you have to make a hard choice, you'll make the right one for the children.
3: Uh, yep, I I, <laughs> I I'll make a choice, and it will be a good choice. And um, thank you so much; it means a lot. To... Can you
1: roll me a persuasion?
3: Oh yeah, add a D six to that. Uh, <laughs>
4: I think it might be Wait, outside of your... the time of the. It's of outside BW of the set. ten minutes,
3: my
1: friend. Yeah, no D six, <sighs> oh, oh, no, no. Sorry,
3: persuasion, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's a nine. <laughs> <sighs>
1: good, good. Says Merith. "I'll send, I'll send our fishers up," and she turns and goes down to the village.
3: Was she disappointed in me, Tyler? I f- I couldn't read her. Uh, assuming
7: I'm on the receiving end of a nine persuasion as well. Uh, I'll say it. I mean you saw exactly
1: what he yeah. said. I feel like I yeah, played yeah. a pretty strong nine.
7: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I would say not not strongly convinced. Um, she's probably got you know a lot on her plate, um, and this is pretty serious. You know, you and I did our little jokey thing there to just kind of break the tension. And she didn't like that. So we uh, we kind of stepped in it, I think and uh, uh, made okay. made this whole thing a little harder for everyone. So just I, like Dell said, we just kind of got to keep our mess separate from their mess. We're trying to help and be heroes. Yeah. I know your heart's in the right place. We just got to. You know, we'll get it. We'll get into the rhythm we'll of how things better. are here. Yeah, yeah, we will, yeah. for ba- sure. Ba- we will.
3: Baby steps. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. little Jack Magnum. Are you ready to do some fishing and talk to another cleric? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tyler and New Rogue. You are left standing awkwardly atop this hill outside of town holding Jack Magnum. Just New Rogue. I don't think it takes two of you to hold a tiny goat, but you just have these <laughs> these moments before the fishers come up to join you. Tyler, is there anything you say to New Rogue after overhearing this exchange? Or is there anything New Rogue you say to Tyler having learned about the tree, the people, the situation?
3: I guess, I guess we got to get these, these monsters out of the tree so that these folks can get back to it and uh, no harm beco- uh, falls upon poor Jack Magnum because I know they're starving, but I don't want to feed children another child. Does that make sense? Uh,
7: yes, it, it makes perfect sense that like, yeah, Jack Magnum is like okay. super precious to you. I totally get that. Um, I mean, he's
3: going to you as well. It's, you're, you're his godparent.
7: That's true, too. Yes. Um, I'm thinking more about like not having Jack Magnum as a solution to this starvation issue i'm thinking hopefully this giant worm thing will be you know help kind of smooth things over because of what i look like kind of prove like we have good intentions here Mm -hmm. um if people are fed maybe they're a little stronger because yeah that's a fucking army up in that tree we're not gonna be able to put a major dent in it i'm hoping if we've got fighters like the three we met on the road right like marath and squishy and tater fry if there's more folks like that who are willing to fight for their homes maybe we can all work together and help out tyler and what
3: w- the master pea powder
7: yeah if, yeah if,
3: you, if we sprinkle that they can eat things they normally couldn't eat does that mean they can also like derive nutrition from it as well
7: i mean it's your powder man uh i can maybe do a little identify on it if you want and see let's
3: identify that shit while we sure yeah. for the
7: fishers Oh, and I got to identify this whistle that I got too. check this out. It a little flute whistle, but yeah, I'll, I'll, do the powder thing. Cause yeah, we got a plan for that. I reach into my child-proof, child locked, <laughs> uh, bag of holding, uh, produce the, uh, 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 bag of pea powder. And I begin to cast identify as a ritual, um, just to keep the, the magic slots open and available for whatever may come. <laughs> and it uh, takes 10 how minutes. How long does that take? That's 10 minutes.
3: Well, then I'm going to teach Jack Magnum a little trick while we're waiting.
1: <laughs> what trick are you trying to teach Jack
3: Magnum? I want him to give me high fives. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to sit on his little haunches little goat high fives? and just like gently lift and, go, you know, like lift his arms towards me, you know, and give me a little high five. So I'm going to scrunch <laughs> down to him. I'm like, okay, Jack Magnum, here goes. We're touch pals. Oh didn't
7: have to say that. We're touch pals. Touch pals with Uncle Touch. He's just doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> touch pals with <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Juice.
3: <laughs> so bad. So here goes. Now here let let's do it. If you if you can nail this, I'm sure there's nothing we can't nail together. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, come what on. What is happening. Are you not kidding. doing this on purpose? I'm not doing this on purpose.
7: <laughs> that's crazy. No one talks the way you just spoke. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
7: that's That's outrageous. <laughs> Why must you turn this five. stream into a house of lies? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I didn't can it. you
1: roll me an animal
3: handling? Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. See if you can turn this goat into a very
7: talented
3: pervert. 14. 14. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry, 15, because I'm able to use my uh, my Stone of Decent. Oh, yeah,
7: nice. Smart.
1: And that difference matters. So you successfully teach Jack Magnum, or at least start. You know, you're doing a good job. It's there. What is the command you give for high fives? Or is it just holding your hands up while crouched down like that?
3: Yeah, no. I have to hold the hands out, and I go just out my mouth. It, it You know, like I'm calling a little, like a little animal, like a house cat or something.
1: Yep. And he's giving you high fives as you start doing that after the first 10 minutes. Oh. Tyler. <laughs> so what... <laughs> While that sound is happening, (laughs) Tyler, you do your investigation of this powder and discover that this powder, which resembles normal salt, causes any normally indigestible material to become edible, nutritious
7: food. Nutritious. Okay. Mm. The
1: material must be non-living and non-magical, and it has to be in a form the consumer can swallow. So like dirt and cloth are fine. Large stone and planks of wood are not, unless they could be broken up into small pieces that could be swallowed. But as you are looking around, you do see a lot of small rocks in this space. This is very well within
7: okay. what you Okay, and I'm assuming of. dirt is plentiful as well?
1: Very much. You would assume so once you get through the rocks. Right now you're seeing a lot yeah, of yeah. broken rocks and small pieces right, everywhere, okay. but there's a lot of
7: options. Okay. Um, I hold out the pouch uh, to um, the celebrating New Rogue and and Jack Magnum and I say, hey, so yes, it makes it edible uh, and nutritious. Um, Does my identify spell tell me kind of how much you need for this? Is it like a little speck of it on your plate and the whole meal goes down or where are we sitting on that ratio?
1: Your estimate is that one pinch of the powder would be sufficient to treat about a foot worth of material, like a cubic foot. Wow. So the powder that okay. you're looking at here, you could feed this village two to three meals of rocks. So you could buy yourself 24 hours without even having to fish
7: with this powder. Okay. You have here, sir, enough powder to feed the entire village for a day to feed them well. A little longer maybe if we need to stretch it. But hopefully fishing... You know, works as well, and then we've got a little bit of food going on, and then also we just we got to get up there and just fix this for these people too, because like you're going to run out of this if you're yeah. feeding a village. I'm just saying this is going to go. Yeah. Do you want me to hang on to it for now, or do you want to have it to like hand off as a as a gesture or a gift or something?
3: No, we the we were blessed with this powder for a reason, and and we have to satiate these people. Um, it's the smart thing to do. But and more importantly, it's very noble too. yeah, it's the holy thing to do. OK, and so
7: do you want to have it to to disperse or do you want me to hang on to it for now and we'll talk logistics with uh, Meredith?
3: Yeah, we should we should do in front of Meredith because I think she was pretty crossed with both of us. And I think this would bit, really yep. win her back on our side. So, yeah, let's let's do that.
7: Okay, I'll hold on to it for now. Uh you're the okay. chosen one for this realm. I think you should make the pitch. I think you should tell her that you've got you got so, this. Okay, that's a lot of
3: a lot of pressure, but um it's good I, pressure. I got your so. back, buddy. Thanks, man. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's 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 fish and feed. <laughs> right, Jack Magnum?
1: <laughs> he gives you a high five.
3: Yeah, <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> yeah.
1: Tyler, are you gonna cast identify as well on your necklace? If there's time, yeah. You got another 10 minutes. It's there. At the end All of right. those 10 minutes, you discover that your necklace will allow you to cast summon familiar. And your familiar will arrive in the form of a bat for an action three times a
7: day. Oh, so, so if you blow the whistle, quicker.
1: Ivan will appear in bat form
7: as an action. I I blow the whistle right now. Hey, That's man. That's three times a day?
5: Yeah. yeah. It's three times a day, man. oh oh, hey hey man
1: (laughs) hey you blew the whistle buddy i'm here what's up oh this is great you know about the whistle oh okay yeah yeah because it's like it's like gonna be hooked to me now because it's like your whistle and i'm
7: like your guy oh yeah thanks you you are my guy um awesome so that cuts down on the time it takes to summon you that's fantastic i was gonna we were gonna go fishing and i was gonna work on you know bringing you out but now this is great you're already here yeah man
1: time saved for you i get to exist in this realm that's kind of cool so, like, how's the day been? Looks like you got like this village. There's a giant tree over there. You look over and still can't see it, but Ivan can.
7: I was gonna say, yeah, you can see that, huh? Yeah, just a
1: second. And Ivan flutters over and lands on your shoulder, and he's like,
7: oh, uh, you can't see if you're touching the ground, man. It's just up in the air. I do a little jump. Do I, does it just blink into existence? Yep, as I'm blinks into existence, it goes away. New rogue, get up here, mm-hmm. jump, jump, okay. jump and look over there. <laughs> oh it appeared you can see it when you're off the ground that's really cool yeah okay that's good to know okay um why is that good to know because it's cool well it's good to know because you don't need like anything magical like the the telescope that Meredith gave us so for example i could see through uh ivan's eyes here and we can get a much more detailed kind of lay of the land up there as he flies around and just feeds us info but i mean everything in due time, you know, but that's just really, really great to
3: know. That's so smart. And that's so strategic, Tyler. That's awesome. And look, you have a bat <laughs> now. Ivan, hi, hi Ivan. Uh, Ivan's here. And Ivan and the goats here. Everything's coming together.
7: This is great. Yes. And we've all got our, our little buddies. Okay. Yeah.
3: Great, great, great. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm so happy. This is great. And from the
1: town or from this, this camp in the dirt, you see four wares coming towards you. they at the back. There are two prowling were tigers. Even though they're in human form, the two were tigers are full white Siegfried and Roy style black and white tiger Oof. hybrid forms, strutting along, heavily armed. The other two approaching, you see what looks like a a person with a certain poor sign features. She's she's an attractive, put together lady, a little heavy set in her fifties. She's got. Just a little bit of an upturned nose, just a subtle with the hair, just a little bit of a a boarish vibe. And you see another person who's got wolfish features, just another lady. She's stocky. She's tough. She's got her hair slicked back and she's carrying over each shoulder a massive pole. You're we're talking nearly 10 feet of thin reedy wood and off the end of it is almost a tail, a super long line. And along the edges of the line are small fish bones is what you would imagine strung together to extend off of these lines from either direction. Only these are longer than you would expect. They're so thin. The kind of bones in a chicken that you really don't want to end up in your mouth. But they are nearly three feet long. And just tapping along the stones very subtly as they are being dragged behind this, this werewolf figure in their human form. But they all have a little touch of the animal in them and the boorish lady steps up and says all right so which one of you is uh, going to make us float off the ground that'd be that'd be me i'm wonderful i'm billy bob thornton so we need to fish and get ourselves a worm correct uh,
7: yes yeah if you could just point out a good spot for us to set up i will do my thing and then you can do your thing excellent well we're going to probably go about 10 miles
1: that way it's going to be a bit of a hike
7: 10 miles and i just remember to myself that i have my grim token i think it's called that i've given to dell and i'm just trying to math out if we've come approximately five miles this way and i'm going 10 miles in another direction you would
1: be out of range
7: okay um then i'll i'll say um that sounds good to me i just need to send a message to a friend uh to uh basically help them get here and then we'll be all good to go is this friend uh, the Dahmer one? Yeah, it's it's Dell who, who is who is with him. Uh, I promise you, she's the best at calming him down and kind of reeling him in. Um, I can Great. Is he going to stay
1: them. away and she's going to come here? Or are you trying to bring them both? And you just tr- see the tigers in the back subtly flex. Uh,
7: um, seeing that, I, but I'm li- I'm still like you don't lie to these people. <laughs> uh, do not lie to the people who. Uh, nearly killed new rogue who is who can take a hit a good deal better than you um yes i wanted to bring both of my friends i can bring them somewhere else but you know it's important to me that my friends are are close by they they can help us to help you even even the more roguish one they're they're all See now,
1: i'm i've been told that he's not welcome in this camp and that you agreed to keep him away So I don't know why you're trying to change
7: the deal. I can go get Meredith if you want. I, uh, I, yeah, I think we got to get Meredith just because I can't leave them out there, you know, alone, just the two of them with the cart, whether they come here or somewhere else. I just need to know that they're safe. Um, do you want me to go send
1: guards to look after them or do you want me to get Meredith?
7: Guards to look after them, I think would be fine.
3: Yeah, guards uh, would be cool.
7: Yeah, we like we're we're fine with your terms. It's just uh, like we 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 just have some needs as well that we just got to make sure that they're safe.
1: Great. And I hear you've got we we got to get a worm or there's no
7: backup plan for how to feed the village, correct? Um,
3: well, actually, my friend here has a pretty good <laughs> solution. Uh so we have been blessed with the powder. <laughs> Of the venerable Master P, who, um, well, let's just say you give a little sprinkle of this stuff right here on a piece of dirt, and bam, you've got a nutritious meal, my friend. So you're telling me with that
1: you could feed the whole village just dirt? Yep. And
3: rocks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Can you roll me a persuasion?
3: oh
7: can i help <laughs> could
3: you <laughs>
7: After I, I don't have anything stat wise i just want to be like his hype man of like it's a great idea it's great
1: uh, new rogue what is your terrible start to a pitch if you rolled very poorly what did you roll
3: a seven <laughs> um yeah my, my i'm gonna start the pitches um so you're all starving like shit, right? <laughs> and you don't got enough in you. Your ribs are sticking out. It's not the great... Tyler,
1: this is the point where you see how poorly this is going. Yeah. What do you I- interrupt to try your own persuasion?
3: Uh, So
7: uh, I think what New Rogue is trying to say is that, you know, things are not ideal here. You know, um, we see that. You've shown us that. And we want to help in any way that we can. And we have this way to make you know what's available to you that typically would not be edible at least palatable and nutritious you know it's a it's a stopgap until we get to like the real solution of getting all you folks back home stopgap all right so you're (laughs) telling me that this bag of what looks like salt is actually a thing that can make rocks food and yeah i mean we could do a quick demonstration if you want tyler can you roll me a persuasion (laughs) my persuasion is not much better But I just fucking crushed it on the roll. Uh, Persuasion plus zero, yeah. So that's an eighteen. Oh wow! And
1: with their six, Billy Bob would have had it, guy. I had a seven. No, they. (laughs) Billy Bob rolled an eighteen against guy. So oh, okay, okay. okay, okay. You're pitched (laughs) to Billy Bob. Billy Bob goes. All right, this checks out to me. I've heard about Stranger and I did. This is Puchesma. I don't know who the hell Master P is. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make this work. So your friends are that way, correct? And yeah, Billy Bob points into the distance. Yeah, I was going to say, New Rogue, you know that's the correct I was going
7: to say, I looked to New Rogue. It's like, I was like, I think. They're there, yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, fabulous. I'll send these two to a security. They were here to kidnap your goat if you didn't have a food problem. Okay, you two go that way. And the were tigers just stroll off to go guard the camp. And Billy Bob looks back and says, all right, let's go fishing. This is going to be a good time. They were going to steal That's my goat? the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of this episode, listener. But next week, you could become a watcher and affect the Jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's Toronto time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan Laplante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and just as of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dmitri Taras, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dumb Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at Dumb Dumb Dice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too!
1: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby. Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald. Logan, Fire on Friendly. Grandma Likes D&D. Alan, Stabby Stranger. Glitch Trick, Flynn1138. Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper. Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Abe. Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia Delos, Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, the Long Family. Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
6: I'm Jonathan Pezza, the creator of the Curious Matter Anthology. And I'm betting you've probably never heard anything like our show.
3: Scratch another one. How many are still on our six? You want me to stop shooting and count? i out. Reload.
2: This is the last case. Make them count, Friday
6: we adapt stories from authors like Philip K. Dick, Andre Norton, and Robert Bloch into binaural audio movies that transport you to new worlds. Hey, get them
2: out of here! That's it. You're banned for life. Between with you Braxians and lasers? Seriously.
6: I told you downtown was a bad idea. In our brand new season, we explore farther into the what-ifs.
1: You think, in these instances, that somehow
6: simply by believing things are different, they changed. Doubt. I don't follow. I doubt something and, um, they don't change per se. They cease to ever have been. We delve deeper into the realms of horror and science fiction. Nerves of steel, boys. James, sir, please. There is no need for this.
1: I do not believe that whatever that is can understand
7: you. Robert, I know you are in there somewhere. If you are,
6: we are. <laughs> I made it through the barrier. It's gonna hold on me. It's dragging him it house! Damn beast!
2: Everybody, just get
0: to my knife Well,
6: that's new. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, so sit back, grab your popcorn, and listen to the Curious Matter anthology today.